And it's my pleasure to be joined by Mayor Tom DeVivo on our Mayor Meeting Monday program. First time he's been on the air since being reelected. Congratulations and welcome to the radio, Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here as always. Uh, I feel comfortable in your studio here. You know, it's like home away from home. You can't be on with the Dennis and Susan on Fridays. You can't do the Thursday night when you're running, when, during election season in a certain period. So I've been off for a couple months, but I'm back and I want to thank everyone for uh, supporting. Uh, my vision and the vision for moving forward for the town, it was very, uh, it was very, uh, I did feel quite very good when I was reelected this time. What is that vision, Tom? Give a couple of bullet points on where you want to see this town going. Well, well, I wear glasses, so sometimes my vision can change <laughs> depending on whether they're on or off. But I do look forward, I, you know, I, I know that's important to know your past because you don't want to repeat it and know your history. But I like to focus on moving forward. I think that uh, I'd like to see some development and behind the mills that back 40, almost 100 acres because the Wyndham Mills Development Corp has uh, 45 acres and then there's another five acres owned by the Nason family and, and then a whole bunch more property owned by Wyndham Sandstone and Steve Iudi and his team. So, you know, if we can get access to that, get that bridge rebuilt so we can get to it. Uh, I'd like to see more development on all throughout town, not just Main Street. You know, uh, I'd like to see the housing that was that was proposed by what by the oh what is it Klaus Lawson facility? I was going to call it Sears, <laughs> by the Klaus Lawson where Sears was where Sears was. That was a housing facility that seems to have stalled due to rising interest rates uh, because it's it's amazing how much. That really affects an interest rate like that. You know, I want to keep uh, supporting this, the town and the schools. I think schools are important to a community because that's where we all meet. That's where we become, as a school like to say, call it la familia. You know, we're the family. We're all together. We have a lot to, if we stay together, be together, we'll succeed together. And I, that's really what I'd like to see happen. We have a lot of fun events in town here. That, of course, the third Thursday Street Fest, the Boombox yeah. Parade, and I know a lot of towns have tree lightings, but let's talk about what happened here on Friday evening. That was a big deal, wasn't it? It was. You know, Wayne, I actually asked you the question, the differential in temperature, because it was kind of chilly come 7.15 at night. When it started at 5.40, it wasn't that. I felt comfortable after being in the parade. But the light parade this year put on by Josh Niles was so big. They so large, so many floats that they had trouble staging them where they were going to stage, set up, uh, because it's also difficult because it's dark, you know, so it's dark, it's a light parade. And, uh, but all of Main Street, when you come down Main Street from Memorial Park down to the Frog Bridge, was put together by that group of guys, uh, you know, set up by Roy Dingler and Ken Folan and Mark Doyle and Ray Dingler is the real lights guy, isn't he? He is. I call him the light bright crew. You know, light bright, bringing light, bringing light to life. You know, I really, uh, what they've done, it's amazing. And, uh, you know, with LED also, the, the cost of electricity is so minimal nowadays. It's really come, you know, electricity is expensive. I don't, I'm not demeaning that, but LED lights use significantly less power. So we haven't had problems with tripping fuses and 
you know, as we did in the past. And so it's it's really was an exciting parade. Uh, we chose, me and the two Cupids, the Cupids and I chose the winning floats. And the first prize went to the Willamette Fire Department because they did their ladder truck. No, it's an aerial truck, they call it now. It's got a bucket, it's not really a ladder. The aerial truck uh, with all icicles and it, so much more than they've done in the past. And then uh, second place prize went to uh, the water department because the water department put on, had a phenomenal flow. It really was something with all the Dr. Seuss characters, the Grinch and everybody was on there. And then uh, the abominable, well, I don't think the abominable snowman was, uh, that was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's not, but uh, so then we had uh, the third place or Santa's Choice. We call the Santos or Cupid's Choice was uh, the Mountain Dairy float because they had a cow hanging out the back and, you know, they did a really good job and they were, I think it was their first time in the parade, so it was really, it was a positive thing. When I came back to town after the basketball game in Hartford on Friday, I was driving down 66, 6, that whole thing. And I came down Main Street, and for about the last five miles of my drive, I do not know which fire engine it was, but I was driving behind a lighted and decorated fire engine. So I'm guessing it probably came from Columbia, Coventry, something yeah. like that. And they continued down Main, and I, I had to get someplace because I was a little bit late, and uh, I, w I wanted to drive by and see what was going on. But as I got to about Mansfield Avenue, I could look ahead and... There was a ton of traffic up there, including fire trucks and so yeah. forth. And I said, I'm going to be late if I do that because I wanted to check it out, but I couldn't do it. But I heard the reports, and it was really a special night. Yeah. Now, to, to clarify what you said a moment ago, you, you kind of tied in temperature-wise to the boombox parade. Tom, you can't give me a challenge like that without following it up. At the time of Friday's tree lighting in town, it was 36 degrees with a northwest wind at 10 miles an hour. Compare and contrast that to July 4th when the Boombox Parade, Main Street, Willimantic, was 81 degrees. So, to answer your question, shockingly, it was warmer on July 4th here. Shockingly, <laughs> it was. But that's like 81, 37, what is that, somewhere around 40 degree difference. Wow, did you learn that, what, at uh, Wyndham Middle School? Noble. Or, uh, noble School. <laughs> Plus average. I didn't do the math, up to be quick. But, it, you know, it was just so such so different you know we also had the largest crowd i think we've ever had for the light parade i think the boom box actually had more people watching uh in shorts and t-shirts well yes of course <laughs> more people uh watching because they they when you think about it, they stack up on the lawn as you and i have done the the boombox parade many many times town hall lawn. town hall yeah. they stack up and there with the lights you really can't sit on the lawn right now because the lights are set up with the trees and all those all the things that the roy dingler put together so but the people on the sidewalks i have never seen so many people standing on, out there watching it i mean it it was amazing i hope they come out next year uh you know it was great and uh i want to thank the you know not only the light bright crew but i want to thank the uh town public works and all the volunteer fire departments uh, you, you know, you mentioned it. We had people from Chester come. And, you know, we had the Chester Fife and Drum group. That's impressive. Yeah, you can never get them. You couldn't get them. I mean, they're, that's How the did they come? Did they come on their own? Did somebody ask them? What's the story behind that? 
there's well, I'm sure there's a story, but I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I they tried. were just there, but I was like, how would we get them here? But they're probably free this time of year. There's not a lot of people calling five players for Christmas, right? Now, as I came in this morning, Mr. Mayor, I went by Jilson Square, and there's not one. There's not two. There are three trees down there. You got the one, the traditional one, yeah. right next to the First Baptist Church. You got another one really nicely lit by the Jilson House. And there's another big one. I don't remember this happening before. Very nicely done on the Shabu stage. In fact, I think it was Wednesday or one day I was driving up Jackson Street and I saw somebody there with, a, with some, some big aerial truck at the Shabu stage. And I was wondering, what are they doing there in November? Well, that's probably what it was. Right. So that's pretty impressive, too. So that whole area of Jilson Square is spectacular right and now. And correct. And if we, and uh, due to weather conditions, the Perillo, Petrillo event uh, folks from Middletown canceled Saturday's event, but that would have really uh, brought more lighting to that that area you know that isn't the first tree we had real we had fake trees for a few years uh, david foster uh bought the bought the first tree uh, right after we built it we had it for two years but uh that got tiring because even though mr foster purchased it he gave me the money i went and bought it at uh, home depot i was the one that had to go stand it up quite often when it fell over and then public staff was able to get another tree yeah that got tiring like at nine o'clock and hey your tree's laying over so then I had to, uh, then the public uh, rec recreation with Charlie O'Brien, they put a bigger tree up that the town had, and now they've gone to this uh, rendition of the tree. And I, I think this is better and also won't fall over. If it does, there's a real problem. But it's suspended from the roof. It's big. And, of course, the other tree is looking good. That's gotten tall, too, the tree next to the Jilson house, because I remember when that was, that was planted. Well... You know, they don't give this job to chimps. Here's the segue of the day here today. Speaking of Jilson Square, how's the bathroom project going? <laughs> well, they're coming. You know, it's coming along. That's a big deal, though, because we spend a lot of uh, money. We spent money renting uh, porta-potties, and we were been fortunate enough to pay for that with the American Recovery Funds. And uh, we took a portion of the American Recovery Fund to allocate to buy, to build permanent ones. So in the future, if there's an event, they would could pay the town a fee to utilize uh, these these bathrooms, these this facility. Also part of that project, we expand electric electrical outlets on the field, some more water uh, hose bibs, so that the food trucks can have water and you know clean drinking water, and we'll have it. it It'll make for a much better venue on there, and it's—I know it sounds uh, like a utilitarian thing to have, but it really was something that was missing from that park. And uh, hopefully, you know, local bidders uh, can can win that bid because we do have an ordinance in town allowing lo uh, local bidders to uh, to match a lower price if they wish. And I don't know about you, but I think about getting wet this time of the year. There's a new concept for the Lauder Park Splash Pad? Yes. Well, you know, that is an extremely popular thing at Lauder Park. During the summer, you go there. There's there's always kids on it, sometimes adults. Uh, they put it out to bid. Only one bid came back. It was double the amount of money we had budgeted for it. So town staff has put their heads together. Uh, they're going to put in some water slides and maybe a small a small child's pool so they can uh 
it'll be a, a better facility, and I'm really looking forward to this because it is a change in plan, so I think the council will have to approve the final design, but I think as they're working the design through and uh, with, because it really, when you have the splash pad, there's, there's four people that have to work on it. The public works has to work on it. The recreation department has their role because it's in the park. And then water and sewer because the water does we can't we don't pump the water out of the river for that and the water goes back into the sewer department so you know some of it goes into the river that just flows over the top but it's going into a sewer to the storm drain you know just for the radio audience who can't see what i'm seeing this morning the mayor has a, a nice plaid shirt on here today but could you tell the folks? i just noticed this could you tell the folks? Bell? yeah tell the folks what's what you're wearing around your neck a bell I wear a bell from Thanksgiving until New Year's every year. And if you haven't seen it... So I've, when you were on the phone, I couldn't tell that. But now you're no, in the studio, so correct. I got this, man. Last year during COVID, you couldn't tell because it was quiet. But I do wear I wear a bell that brings in the holiday spirit. I started when my... Jeez, oh, Amanda was probably four years old, my daughter Amanda. And uh, we went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. And... Uh, so we went to Hershey, and we all got bells to wear, and I wore for the rest of the Christmas season, and and I just kept her tradition. And now I, I have, this is a gold bell today, but I have silver ones that, you know, silver and gold bells. Silver bells. Yeah. Silver bells. That's yeah, about know. a one-inch diameter yeah. gold bell with a little red like string a around his neck. I, yeah. I, it's very impressive. I, I'm glad I could bring that up for I've, today. But I've worn one for over 25 years during Christmas season. Because it is all about, you know, the season is more than just being you know holly getting gifts and giving gifts it's you know it's about supporting people it, you don't and that's one of the things i like to talk about how important it is to try and shop in wyndham if you're just spend a dollar here it turns into dollar 35 because they you know there's a profit margin that money gets spent i don't care if you're going buying a banner next door from science plus or you're buying something from spiral arts or even at home depot when you buy go to home depot to buy all those lights that light up your house that money, part of that, you know, those folks work in this town. They, I mean, live in this town. The people that work there live here, and you see your neighbors there. And so I know that there's a lot of people against the corporate structure, but they all do actually live in your, they're your neighbors that work there. Just pretend every day is small business Saturday. Every day is. It is. Yes. And, and I know today is Cyber Monday. Well, then go to one of our local scores websites and buy something local on Cyber Monday. You can Don't, do that. None of this big box store stuff. Right. Hey, business here, uh, the Martin Kelly Projects, uh, what's going on? Nothing. Okay. And Nothing. How about what can I say? He doesn't seem, I, he can't seem to be doing a whole heck of a lot. Uh, I keep hearing thoughts and promises, but nothing happens. And then across the street, the Murray Building, yeah, getting close. Getting real close. I understand to be uh, ready to, to take applications uh, January, around January 1st, or they'll be turning the building over, Enterprise Builders. I met with Gil because if you're asking about the dumpster on Church Street, I, I'm getting that moved. I've had a lot of people complain about that dumpster being so close to the road that you come around the corner. Uh, it really has uh, created a problem. Social media has been all over. Where's the town hall clock? We've talked about this before, but well, what's the update? Is, well, it's it is not getting good, fixed, right? So now's the time to talk about that, huh? So we sent it off to to a, to a place to get to get repaired to a clock repair uh, company in Massachusetts. No, Maine. I'm sorry, Maine. And it's really only one of them in the eastern United States, and they specialize in repairing the clocks. And you know, the gears were over 100 years old. They're going to you know, redo the gears and make it all functional. And they're going to create 
some sort of a pendulum that connects the clock down to the third floor courtroom. So the clock will function. So they, they've taken it out and they'll fix, re-lead the glass and, you know, because the glass was all loose. That's what started the whole project. Uh, one night it was at Town Hall. I can't remember why. I come out, all the fire trucks are there with big ladders. One of the big clock, the clock was about ready to fall out of the building. So, you know, I did suggest to, to Mr. Rivers, that, uh, the town manager, that we just, we, we, we paint numbers on those things, but he outvoted me. So, so. it's coming, but it's just not it's here. Com- oh, it'll be back. It's not gone. It's definitely, I want it back. And it's going to come back with lights, different color lights. So like on St. Patrick's Day, you can put the background to be green. It'll always it's be like white. like the top of the Empire State Building where they do Very that. Very similar, yes. Yeah. It's, that's top all the, computers. Top of the Empire State Building, by the way, after the UConn-Texas game in Madison Square Garden last week, had orange and blue. Texas is burnt orange, and yeah. UConn, of course, is blue. What I thought was ironic was that they had UConn below Texas. Well, I saw this after UConn was on top of Texas and beat them. Uh, what's going on at the new Hartford Healthcare Rehab Center? That's big news. Yes, well, they had a ribbon cutting last week. It's called the Ridge. The old, that's the Immaculata Retreat House for people who don't know what it is. And it's on Route 32. You know, I think it's South Wyndham. I'm, I think it, I'm not sure if it's South Wyndham or Willimantic still, but because it, it is connected to water and sewer. And what would be going on there? Well, it's going to be doing uh, narcotic and alcohol rehab facility, but it's high. It's it's like a high end facility. It's really, it just came out beautiful. The rooms are uh, really look spectacular. I'm. They brought in a really top notch team of. Uh, doctors and uh, psychiatrists to help people and, you know, therapists, I guess is, is more proper word, to help people through the challenges that people have when, you know, they they become addicted to, to either alcohol or some sort of uh, other barbiturate or whatever it might be. Because we do still have the opioid uh, problem. You know, we may, may say, well, we sued the Sacklers, but, you know, we still have a challenge. And uh, it's really... I think it's going to be a great facility for our community. As we wrap things up on Mayor Meeting Monday with Wyndham Mayor Tom DeVivo, I, I usually have script to read here. And it's full disclosure that Tom has seen me look a little distracted here this morning. I've been going through papers and stuff. And there's a reason for that. Because I couldn't find, which is usually right here with my weather stuff. That's how I keep it. My brought to you by thing. And I still can't find it. But our program brought to you by Napa. Napa Willie so Auto. Just, so, so since I don't have the script to read, say something nice about well, the Napa you know, store here in town. Speaking of shopping local. Well, Napa store is locally owned. It's a family-owned business, and uh, the LeBlanc family runs it. I think that if you need any auto parts or even car, even just need a, a car battery, they'll help you change your windshield wiper. You won't get that in another uh, store. You won't get uh, them coming out helping you change a battery. So, if, you know, if you don't change a headlight. A he- they might help you change it. Like, they, they probably they've done would. it. Oh, they have? I'm doing it, yeah. So even better, they'll help you change it. So it's not a garage per se, but you know they'll, they're very helpful and they have a great staff. And uh, I want to thank them for supporting me all this time. And they're going to have the, have a you know very spectacular season, I hope. And where are they located, Tom? 
Boston Post Road. That's the answer. <laughs> the Boston Post Road down there, that breakfast place. See, that's all stuff I read in the script, but I can't I find I don't know. They're actually, and uh, Jeff, I'm sorry, I don't, for Mr. LeBlanc, I don't know your address, but you're across the street. I think from, it's 61 Boston Post yes, Road. Yes, but, but it's a and that's just because I read it every month with you, and I don't have it to read here today. So. A, and it's uh, Napa Blue, so it's, that's the color of the building. I love it. So, but Tom, thank you for having me. Great update. Great bell you're wearing today. Great yeah. show back on Friday night with the tree lighting ceremony. Thanks for coming in today. Yes, thank you. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Wendem Mayor Tom DeVivo on Mayor Meeting Monday on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.